we're in Lent, and we wear purple, and the overshadowing theme of Lent is always twofold. Do good and turn away from sin. Do you remember when the ashes were given to us at the beginning of Lent, Ash Wednesday, there were two choices of prayer with those ashes. Turn away from evil and embrace the gospel, the theme of Lent, or memento mori, we call it. Remember you are dust, and to dust you will return. But let's focus on the first prayer. Turn away from sin and evil and embrace the good news. Basically, that's woven into the scriptures today. Isaiah, in the first reading, is listing all the bad news. And he's talking to the people of Sodom and Gomorrah and encouraging them to turn away from their sins, which is normal. And through God, he's speaking, and he gives hope to all of us. But to the people that he's speaking to, he says, no matter how bad your sin is, you come to God and it could be forgiven. And he poetically uses, if your sin is as red as scarlet, it'll be white. If it's as dark as anything, it'll be bright as white wool. And the good things of the land will be given to you. Now, Jesus challenges us the same way. And he's taken us in a very practical approach to the world. Do good. And while you're doing good, be careful who become your role models. Be careful of those in charge. So we could say of the church or of the government, doesn't matter. Those in charge. You could listen to them, and out of loyalty, he says to the rabbi, accept what they're saying, listen to what they're saying, if they're preaching God's word. And you could say the same thing about our politicians. They're doing what is right, then we could appreciate them and appreciate the word that they're teaching us. But then he gives you a kick in the head when he says, but don't follow their example. They're hypocrites. They tie up burdens and they put it on other people's shoulders. You would think this would be the editorial of today's newspaper, both for the church and for the political system that we're part of. There are people within the church structure that are great teachers, but they're not living what they're teaching. No names, no names. Same thing in our political system. Great leaders, great rules, great proclamations. But in reality, they're not carrying out those proclamations, maybe in their own lives or in their policies. So who do we rely on to do good? Jesus. You see, when we do good, and we do it as part of our prayer life, especially during Lent, we're giving praise to God. 
and you know Jesus. I mean, he's so simple and down to earth. If you give a cup of water in my name, you're giving it to me. If you give a piece of food to the hungry, you're giving it to me. And this is, this is the Gospel of Matthew. Don't forget, the Gospel of Matthew is the one who gives us the criteria of entering heaven or going to hell. When he says, at the end of time, Son of Man will come back and judge and bring half, not necessarily half, bring some to heaven and the others, he will say, no, thank you, I don't want you part of me. And the reason I don't want you part of me it's because you, you didn't help me on earth. You weren't kind. You weren't charitable. You didn't think of the poor. And when you didn't think of the poor, and you weren't charitable, and you weren't kind, I'm the recipient of that negativity. He says it differently. When you refused a cup of water in my name to your brother or sister, you refused me. And yet he gives us hope and this is the kind of thing we depend on because we're moving toward the celebration of the resurrection as a reminder that he's with us right now. He's always with us. So the resurrection is our assurance that he's with us, no matter what century we're in. And when he says do good, if you do a cup of water in my name or donate something to the poor in my name, even though it might be inconvenient, you're doing it for me. So there's no doubt that Jesus invites us to do good. And in a sense, he fights and defies the Pharisees. More than once, he calls them hypocrites. They make burdens and they put them on other people's shoulders and they don't lift a finger. But to us who are following Jesus, and we could be, leaders of countries, religious leaders, we could be anything, you know, any political system, any religious system. But he says, you exalt yourself, you'll be humbled. If you humble yourself, come before God in honesty, you'll be raised up. That's the hope of, of Lent. That's the hope of this journey of 40 days, that when we face Easter, we do it humbly based on how these 40 days have been going. And we're all aware of the three pillars of Lent from the first day of Ash Wednesday to now and through the whole season until Holy Thursday. Prayer, giving to the poor, and turning away from a list of things, abstinence, sin, greed, hate, fighting. So we have to be people who accept Jesus as our role model and people who live humbly. And you could be the richest person in Pinellas County, but you can still live humbly regarding people as our equals. No one is below us, not even our enemy. If we start thinking that way, we're acting like the Pharisees, who are bigger and more important than everybody else. 
Jesus said it. They like to take the place of honor. They like to be hailed as rabbi. They like to be uh, in parties where people can see them. Jesus says, no, not you. Go enjoy one another humbly. And when we walk humbly with God, we're on a good path. 